myself, Nathan McIntosh. Thank you guys very much for listening. As always, greatly appreciated. Thank you for the messages about last week's episode with Casey Balsham. You guys uh, really seem to like Casey. Casey's great. Casey's super funny. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy you guys liked her. Quick story that involves Casey, but not really. But, I mean, it sort of does. So, I just wanted to explain. Uh, so Because I, I got messages about the video I posted of me at a comedy club shrieking. I'll use the word shrieking. It was shrieking. Shrieking at a woman. Now, what? Uh, so, the, the reason I say Casey, because Casey was there. I asked Casey if she would uh, do the show with me, me. Uh, her and Mike Feeney, who was on this uh, podcast before, talking about what did we talk about? What's that? Don't blink, don't talk. What's the movie that we were joking about? With the I forget everything. The blind, ripped man who's clearly just been at Planet Fitness every day, just clanging and banging, and now he's in his own house. People are trying to rob him, and he's blind, and he's like, "What the hell is he gonna do?" Don't blink, don't move, don't be blind, don't uh, don't stop going to the gym. Don't stop going to the gym. That's the worst. Uh, you know, sometimes songs just happen to me. Um, but anyways, I asked Casey and Mike Feeney to do the show with me at uh, Levity Live in West Nyack. Levity Live, great place. Uh, whatever. You don't eat, who cares? But I mean, it's great. I, I, this place is great. Everyone that works there is great. We get there, and uh, so, okay, so here's what kind of happens, right, uh, being a comedian. As you know, I'm not a famous comedian. I'm not, I don't walk down the streets, and people are like, oh, my God, please take my money. Or anytime my name is anywhere, people are like, oh, holy fuck, I got to leave my kids in the car with the windows up to go see what the hell this person is doing. But the club will book uh, uh, comedians that they like to to headline sort of like, uh, not weekends, but like the, during the week. So this was a Wednesday night. Uh, I'm headlining and I can pick who's coming with me. So I, I had Mike Feeney, Casey Balsham. Sometimes these shows are, uh, you know, they have, they have, they can have a lot of people in them, but never really a ton, right? Because if they had a ton of people, I'd be on a, uh, doing the entire weekend because I'd be the famous person that people were coming to see. You know what I mean? People were like, oh my God, I know that man. I'm going to leave my kids in the car with the windows up. Fuck them. And the kid's like, well, uh, mom, can we just cruise the mall? And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm way too excited about seeing this man's name on a, on a billboard. I'm going to leave you kids in the car with the windows up. Well, can't you leave the windows down? No, 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 no. I'm too excited to roll the windows down. I'm just going to shut the car off, duck and roll, get out of here, lock the doors. Hope you guys make it. Uh, so anyways, I'm not one of those comedians, right? So I, it, so, so, uh, they have me do it. And there was, uh, there was, there was 17 people this night in this club. Now to just give you some kind of, some kind of, uh, this club probably seats, I mean, uh, 300, uh, you know what I mean? I mean, they get like years ago, um, Kevin Hart was there for like eight shows in a weekend. Russell Peters has been there. They got the week, the weekend that I was there, DL Hughley was there. They got just like, you know, a lot of big name people go through this place. So it's about 300 seats this night. There was 17. Now, before we even started doing the show, we get there and one of the bartenders who I've never seen there before started, uh, kind of chirping us. 
He was like, oh, I hope you guys brought people. And you're like, well, you know, because I actually said to them on the way up, Casey and Mike, on the way up, I go, I've done this before. They've had me close these shows before, which I'm super, you know, happy about. It, it's cool that the place asked me to do it. But I go, there's usually not a lot of people there because, again, I'm not one of those super famous people that when you see my name on a billboard, you got to leave your kids in the car with the windows up, right? So I told Casey and Mike, I go, I'm going to not have this affect my chest this evening. No matter what's there, we're just going to have fun. You know what I mean? I'm not going to look at the 17 people and be like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm not one of those comedians where you see my name on a billboard and you just leave your kids in the car with the windows up. I, don't, I didn't want to feel bad about it regardless, right? I'm I, just trying to be thankful and happy that the place asked me to do it anyway. So when we get in there and the bartender's like, do you guys bring any people? I was like, ah, it's kind of a you know, a, a little bit of a shot in the chest, because I know what you mean, you, you already have seen numbers, and you would like to make more money than what you're making this evening, but again, I apologize, but I'm not one of the comedians, and when you see my name written on a billboard, you leave your kids in the car with the windows up, okay, so I already kind of like, you know, a little weird, we go into the back, and I go, uh, I go, uh, all right, cool, whatever, we're gonna, we're gonna do this, I asked the guy, I asked, uh, uh, the manager, I think, how many people were coming, he was like, probably about 20, I was like, cool, whatever, you know what I mean, we're, we're having a good time, it's, it's going, it, it's going down regardless, so let's just do this thing, we go back down to the front, because we were there a little bit early, me, Casey, and Mike, and I was like, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to Target, there's a Target right there, because I wanted to get a lint brush for a shirt that I had, I got this black shirt that literally just, it, it sucks in, it's like a full tilt black shirt of lint, all it does is take lint, I think the whole shirt was made, I don't even think anybody made the shirt, it wasn't supposed to be worn, whatever this is, it was, it was meant to be thrown into a room, it sucks out, all, like, you close the door, it sucks in all the lint, and then you open it when 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 it's safe and you just take out the shirt and you're like hey man all the dust and lint in this room is totally gone so the shirt covered in lint right so i was like i'm gonna go to the this place i'm telling the manager and this bartender and a couple other people stand there and the, the same bartender that made the the comment before he goes you're gonna go lint roll your shirt for four people and again, I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. There's not a lot of people here. He's not going to make a lot of money. And again, I got to go, ugh, take that to the chest that I'm not one of the comedians. And when you see my name on a billboard, you leave your kids in the car with the windows up. All right. I understand this. At this time, I said to Mike and Casey when we left, I go, man, guys, I got to say this just so I don't keep it in my own fucking chest. I go, this guy here. I go, what the fuck, you know? I go, it's already, I already understand. I already know my, where I am currently in life. We don't need, I don't need a person who I don't know chirping me about whatever. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, don't worry about whatever. The guy's just being a dick. Um... So anyway, so it was already there was already this kind of thing uh, going on, right? Seventeen people. So the show, what you okay? Here's here's what happened leading into the shrieking. Okay, show was good. The show was good. People, I think people see the shrieking and are like, "Holy fuck! This whole thing must have been rough." No, and even if you, here's why I even shrieked because it makes uh, it, it makes people laugh. You know what I mean? So I know I wasn't trying to hurt this woman. And if you see in the video, she's laughing. The people with her are laughing. People are laughing. It was more, he, okay, so here's what happened. Who cares? Mike goes on, it's good. Casey goes on, it's great. The, the show was good. I get on and I, and I, I start, uh, um, just, you know, talking. Every once in a while, somebody, like Casey told me, she goes, this woman just kind of talking every once in a while. I was like, all right, cool. Get on. You know, she said a few, just random things, you know, like you, you, I'd be like, oh, this isn't an actual thing that I said, but I was like, oh, you, I went to the store, and she's like, yeah, I've been to the store, it's it's whatever, and you're like, all right, cool, uh, chill, um, somehow, 
we got, I said, uh, I don't know if I want to have kids. And she just kind of shook her head. And I was like, oh, you don't think I should have kids either? And she's like, no, I don't really want kids. But then she went on this big, long rant about why she doesn't want to have kids. She was like, you know, because they're just going to grow up and smoke weed. And I got to smoke weed and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, all right, this lady just wants to talk. Um, this goes on for a minute. And then uh, somewhere in here, I can't remember exactly where, how this ended up being. But she said, uh, I made some joke about, um, her already being on drugs or some shit like that. And then people got kind of tight. Cause this is what happens in, in small groups of people. If you make fun of one, they're like, yo, what the fuck's your problem, man? We're all her. <laughs> you're like, nah, you're not. But anyways, whatever. Um, and then she said somewhere again, I don't remember exactly how this is the same sort of last week of how I forgot what the fuck deal or no deal was. Thank you to everybody that messaged me and let me know what that show was because yeah, I completely forgot that Howie Mandel had a show. I forgot that it was called Deal or No Deal. Of course it was called Deal or No Deal. In Canada, it was called Deal or No Deal Canada. Whatever. Um, the, the, uh, so somehow, I can't remember exactly how, but this woman at, at some point in time said, uh, you're a comedian. This is this is what you do. This is what happens. Like In, in terms of like her kind of talking to me and stuff. And I was like, well, not really. This is sort of... And she goes, you're a comedian. Do your job. And I'm like... Ooh, the do your job thing. I was like, okay, now we're past the realm of just kind of fucking around. And then she goes, I'm a customer. You're a comedian. Tell jokes. Do your job. And I'm like, but this is not. And then she just kind of waved her hand as like, uh, you know, go ahead. Continue what you were doing. Which these all both of these things here are just like, but that's it. We're done. I can't. You know what I mean? We, and then her friend was like, what, well, did you forget your jokes? I'm like, I didn't. Oh, God, I didn't forget anything. Because, uh, you know, even though I forget what show Howie Mandel is on or was on and have to be reminded that it was deal or no deal, generally speaking, when I'm on stage uh, uh, screaming at people, I know what I'm going to say. It was just we, me and this lady got, we started talking and then instantly, somehow, I, I can't remember exactly how, I didn't fucking just start ripping this lady apart because I really didn't. I wouldn't, I don't want to just go on stage and be like, well, yeah, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. I didn't do that. But she was like, you're a comedian, do your job, just do your job, blah, blah, blah. So then I kind of went, all right, well, I got two options here with my life, right? I can, uh, I can, uh, and, and again, she's only saying that to me, right? Because I'm not one of the comedians that when you see my name on a billboard, you fucking leave your kids in the car with the windows rolled up, all right? I'm one of the ones that who gives a fuck? You could, you could throw a cup at me, who cares? You could, you could take a whole plate of cheese fries and jam it in my face because fuck me, right? Who cares? So anyways, so she says this, and it's either like, okay, I can spend now the time just kind of ripping this person apart, but in my head, I go, what, what is it, first of all, what does it prove, second of all, I don't want to do that, and third of all, whatever, so then I took the other route of just like, you know what, I looked into, again, there's 17 people in this room, I looked behind these 17 people, emptiness, darkness, 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 darkness everywhere, the room is empty, you know what I mean, and I just kind of went inside, and I went, oh, God, man, God, this fucking, fucking thing sometimes. I'm not, it reminded me real hard, and not even that, not even generally speaking that I walk around being fucking sad about this, but it really reminded me at that point in time that I'm not one of the comedians that when you see my name on a billboard, you leave your kids in the car with the windows rolled up, and I just kind of went, oh, you got it, you know what I mean? So I just kind of went, fuck it, and I did the next kind of five minutes of just sort of talking, like, sort of like this, I didn't really perform anything anymore, I just sort of recited my jokes, and I'm just kind of like, dip, 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 
And then I, I started doing a thing about how uh, Canada only cares about things once America likes them. And I, uh, I made the comparison, like the talking about Drake, how if America didn't find Drake, he, he you know, nothing. Because Canada didn't care. Canada knew Drake existed. And we were just kind of like, I don't even know if this is good. And then Lil Wayne found Drake. And then Canada's like, fuck, yeah. It's a, it's a, and, and then I was trying to talk about how if Bieber, if Bieber did not, uh, if Bieber was not found by America, uh, do you know where he'd be? And a woman said, YouTube. And I said, uh, yeah, that's where he started, right? And I go, but Usher and Justin Timberlake found him, and they fought over him, and then he became a mega superstar. And I go, and, Ju and Usher and Justin Timberlake are American. The woman goes, yeah, true. So she's like, she's agreeing with me. This other, the woman, again, that told me to do my job, she goes, Usher is Usher. And I go, yeah, sure, but I go, Usher, Usher is, like, trying to get her to say that he's American. She goes, Usher. I go, yeah, but Usher is. Now, meanwhile, my, while me and, the, while this is happening, this, the bartender that had said, you're going to lint roll your shirt for four people, is sitting in the back of the room, okay? And I, screaming, gay. Scr every time I would say, Usher is, this man would scream, gay just at the full volume gay and i'm like what the fuck because at the time i didn't know it was him i thought it was somebody to the left of this lady that was screaming that like somebody else in the show because to the left of these people there was two couples i thought it was one of them i look over them they're not doing it and i look in the back i'm like wow are we serious right here it's somebody that works here heckling me what the fuck are we doing and I didn't, I, again, this is one of the things about being a comedian that's not one of the comedians that when you see my name on a billboard, you just fucking leave your kids in the car with the windows rolled up. Then I gotta make a decision of like, do I trip this person or do I just continue on? Well, you know what I mean? Do I, do I, do I want to get into a place where I'm screaming at the staff, which I don't want to be doing and being like, what the fuck is your problem? And get to like a real angry place or do I just kind of fucking roll with it, right? So I just started fucking rolling with it. I was like, yeah, what the fuck are we talking about? I'm like, Usher's not gay. And even if he was, who cares? Everybody in this room would blow him then some woman's like i wouldn't do it i go are you kidding me you're above usher and she's like there's better options i go who the fuck are you who the fuck are you that you have better options than usher and she starts saying that she would she would rather sleep with uh a country music star and i'm like okay cool whatever and then i just started kind of making fun of country music even though i like country music and was just joking about you know some guy singing about trucks and guns and how he's you know, he doesn't fuck on the Lord's Day, and he, you know, whatever, just whatever the fuck, started being fun again, and then at the end of the show, uh, I, at some point in time, this is how the whole shrieking thing came to be, I didn't know this, I was gonna take this long to tell you, the whole shrieking thing came to be because I said to this crowd, I go, you know what, guys, there's 17 of us, I go, we've had a lot of fun in here, I go, you remember that part, of this show where I just kind of had no energy, I was like, energy, energy, and then I just sort of gave it up, I go, what happened, was that this woman told me to do my job, and I go, that just fucking kicked me in the goddamn chest, and I go, you know what, I took it out on the other 16 people in this room, and I shouldn't have, and I apologize, and people were like, you know, uh, uh, clapping and being like, yeah, cool, we, you know, we appreciate that, because then the rest of it did have energy, and then the woman goes, oh, what, it's my fault, I go, yo, it's not like your fault, but I go, it's your fault, I go, this is not how people treat other people, you can't just scream at people to do their job, I was like, pump my gas, blah, 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 and, and then she said something, and I, then that's where the video kicks in, when somebody's finally started to tape it, and again, all people are laughing at all these things, 
Because the woman had brought up weed at some point in time, so I go, I just go, bag my fucking weed, as if screaming at a dealer. I go, would you do that? And the woman goes, no. And I go, of course. And then that's where the shrieking came into play of me saying, of course you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You just let the fucking people do what the fuck they're doing, and you leave. Um, so that is, I got a lot of messages about that, uh, that video, and that is basically the whole story of this thing. So... Uh, I don't really, I'm one of the, I'm a, I'm a comedian that doesn't really take every single thing as heckling. I really don't. If somebody just kind of says something, if somebody, you know, if I, if I'm like, oh, it's cold and somebody's like, yeah, it's fucking, uh, whatever degrees. I'm not going to go, you fucking cocksucker. You think you can fucking talk here? I am Lord. I am a czar. I don't, I don't, I'm not that dude. But when somebody, you're, you're already in, it's already a small crowd, which is already a fucking high wire act anyway to, 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 to keep fucking people engaged because the minute a, a, a waiter or waitress comes over and starts talking to four people, you, you, you know, you just lost 30 fucking percent of the room ordering drinks and you gotta, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's already in, uh, an odd situation. So when this woman said, do your job, I looked into the back, I looked into that void and I just went, oh, fuck. I'm not one of the comedians that when you see my name on a billboard, you fucking leave your kids in the car and you roll the windows up. And instead of fighting this lady, which I've done for years, if anybody, here's the thing about, um, this is one of the only episodes I'll ever talk about comedy, by the way. But again, I'm doing it because people message me a lot about that video. The amount of times I have, you, okay, you think you listen to this podcast and you hear me screaming. The amount of times in my life that I have screamed at people that have heckled me, you just kind of get to the point where you go, you know what? You got it. You win. I can't keep doing this because it's always this, it's usually the same type of shit. It's usually the same type of thing. The amount of times I've screamed at people, I've been fucking called the Riddler out of nowhere by some monster. I was doing a show once. I'm, and I just go, I go, uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend, this is a long time ago, this is before fucking Liz, I go, me and my girlfriend, and some guy just goes, you don't have a girlfriend, I lost my fucking mind, I go, buddy, your friend looks like Chewbacca, your girlfriend's a piece of garbage, this guy wanted to fight me, and I was like, you know what, I'm in the place right now, do it, you'll, you can probably kick my ass, I don't give a fuck, I'm too angry to even deal with this shit, because you just show after show after show of people just looking at you like, fuck you, dude, you go, you know what, I'm done, person says something, I'm losing to my fuck fucking mind. I don't do that now. Now, people have heckled me in the last few years, just like, you know, random fucking bullshit. Some woman was on her phone uh, a couple years ago, and I was like, yo, what are you doing on your phone? And she was like, well, maybe if you were funny, I wouldn't be on my phone. I'm like, ugh, I mean, my fucking God. You haven't paid attention to this shit anyway. Other people are laughing. You're a fucking criminal. But... I, instead of, like, just full tilt attacking this lady, I just started kind of talking to her, you know what I mean, and then sort of got her on board, but I'm just like, you know, man, I get it, I get that everybody, to a degree, I've noticed, too, that people kind of have their back up more than they used to when they get talked to, I remember people, years ago, when, like, phones started cooking, right, and people would be on their phone, you would be like, hey, what's happening on your phone, and people would go, oh, shit, sorry, and put their phone away, it, it happened that way, now, now, if somebody has their phone out, and you're like, hey, what's going on with your phone, like, you go, fuck you, dude, you'll fuck you, dude, I'm texting somebody, and you want to go, I, I, okay, okay, hero, but you came in here, you paid to be here, I'm trying to make this fucking, this goddamn magic show happen, and you're just you're fucking texting people, or tweeting people, what the fuck, and then I just, you know, or, or many comedians I've seen just instantly ask, hey, what's going on in your phone, and your, your instant response is, yo, back the fuck up, dad, yo, everybody needs to take a step back and realize that no matter how many people are in a room, or even if you are, no, well, actually, when when you're not dealing with a comedian, 
who is uh, one of the comedians that when you see the name on a billboard, you you lock, you leave your kids in the car and roll the windows up, right? We're all in the same boat. Me plus those 17 people is 18 people in a room who are being fucked over somehow by somebody somewhere, some fucking company, some fucking taxes, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? So the idea that we're going to attack each other, to me, at this point in time, I'm just like, yo, I don't even hate this fucking lady when she was like do your job i i then look at like uh i then try to put myself a little bit in in where she's coming from and trying to figure that shit out but again when it's do your job twice in a row and the whole hand movement of like go on i'm the king of england jester juggle your fucking meat you go ugh, i can't do it and long at the end of this whole thing that woman and her friend, because uh, it was a guy, this woman, and another girl, they looked me up, and the woman saw this video, and she commented, and she was like, oh, fuck. She was like, you were really funny. You didn't need my unnecessary heckling. And I was like, cool. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming out. Appreciate the message. Her other friend was like, yo, man, you were super fucking funny. He's like, my, my, this, my friend just has a loud mouth. Keep doing what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. So at the end of the whole day, uh, they follow me now, and they're, 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 you know, they'll probably come to fucking, uh, other shows and all that kind of shit, just the, and, and again, that goes, the whole thing of, like, even when I posted that video, I didn't want to go, this fucking whore was saying blah, 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 I just told people what it was, I go, this woman came to a show, she didn't pay, she got free tickets, this woman came to the show, here's kind of what happened, blah, 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 you know what I mean, because I even still, when it's over, because I still had fun, I made people laugh at the end with the fucking shrieking, people were laughing through the whole, through, through the thing anyway, there was just that probably four or five minutes of time during a 45 minute set where I went where I I took out my anger about what this lady said on everybody in the crowd and I felt bad about that so I explained it later and then that's where the shrieking came from because I I don't want to I don't want to blame an entire audience for one person in the audience you know what I mean because people said afterwards they were like oh what the fuck I, you know what the hell was that person's problem why did she just keep talking and shit it was really frustrating all that kind of shit you know but when you're on and you're just looking at everybody you're like oh it's me versus them especially when you know what I mean so I was just like fuck I'm gonna I'm, I, anyways so I apologize to them that's where the shrieking came from and uh now that lady and her friend who was in uh who was also at the show follow me and the guy was like when you come back we're gonna bring more people blah 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 so yeah, yeah. anyways that's that uh that's that whole story because I, I still even at this point in time even when somebody is rude, unless it's like insanely, insanely, insanely rude. But I mean, this woman messaged me and was like, hey, I apologize. I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I still don't want to just post these fucking, this goddamn slut was it? You know, you know what I mean? You see those videos of uh, when, when somebody posts like comedian destroys heckler. And it's, it's sometimes it's not even a heckle. Comedians on stage been like, hey, uh, so me and my wife, and you hear a, a guy being like, I'll get chicken fingers, and then a comedian's like, you get chicken fingers, you stupid fucking fruit? Maybe you should order quietly, you dumb fucking piece of shit. Cock-sucking John Deere hat-wearing loser. Untighten, unloosen your fucking plaid shirt, you fruit. I bet you voted for Trump. Comedian destroys. I don't want to have... Uh, uh, those kind of videos, because all that kind of stuff, most of the time, anyway, is never anybody destroying anybody, and again, I don't want to really do it, because you and me are in the same fucking boat, I'm not rich, I'm not one of the comedians, and when you see my fucking name, you leave your kids in the car with the fucking windows open, we're both trying to fight through this fucking life, so, 
no matter what, it, depending on, unless it's like crazy, crazy rude, which this was at the time, and then I got over it in the same set, but like, if you fucking throw something at me or some shit like that, we're in a different fucking situation. If you just keep calling me names and will not shut up because you want to completely destroy a fucking thing, that's a different situation, you know what I mean? But, 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 before that, pretty much, I still kind of be, try to be like, we're in this fucking thing together. We're definitely in this room together. We're definitely doing this together, you know? And I do try to think like, fuck, we both have bills we're both trying to figure that shit out we both get a fucking you, you know uh, like oh tax day christ like just shit that we got to fucking uh, deal with you know gas prices went up whatever the fuck it is um so anyways 25 minutes later that is uh that is basically the end of that uh that story, and, um, reminded me, too, that, yeah, like, even the last, uh, couple, what, this isn't even about comedy anymore, but I mean, you see these videos from, uh, from stuff that's going on politically, right, and it's like, yeah, uh, anchor goes ballistic on Trump supporter, and all the video is, is a, a woman comes on, and she's like, oh, I don't think Trump's lying, and then the, uh, the anchor's like, are you kidding me? And there, that's it, that's it, that's ballistic, ballistic is flipping the fucking table, lighting a person on fire, ballistic is grabbing somebody by their hair and slamming their face off the fucking desk, you know what I mean, while Terry Funk has to come out and pull you guys apart, that's ballistic, ballistic isn't, I just don't agree with you. Ballistic is not, you know, I think, uh, I think, uh, I, I don't know if we need uh, Obamacare. And somebody goes, well, I, I think if, uh, if we fixed it, it could be a good thing. Man destroys idiot about Obamacare. Absolutely. Like some of these things are just so, so stupid. You know, I voted for Trump and I'm going to let it, I'm going to, I'm going to see where this, uh, I'm just going to see where it goes. I'm just going to give him a chance. You're going to give him a chance. Are you serious after everything that's already happened? Woman destroys dumbass over Trump. Just like fucking craziness. It's, nobody's destroying anybody. Destroy would be leaving the seat, picking this person up and giving them a pedigree through the table. That's destroy. That is destroy. If I see an anchor pick up somebody that's on their show and hit him with the fucking Pearl River plunge through a fucking coffee mug, then I'll go, you know what? That person did get destroyed. I mean, they're toast. They flew out of their dress shoes. Their fucking wingtips floated across the room. They're getting choked right now with their own tie. I mean, you know what? I think that anchor went ballistic. I think you could chalk this one up to someone going ballistic. But just somebody disagreeing with somebody is not anybody being destroyed or, or, or ripped apart or eviscerated or whatever anybody wants to title a video so that you'll click on and then watch two people mildly disagree with each other. <sighs> Anyways, um, uh, getting into something else here, okay? Getting into something else here real quick. I, um, this whole episode is it will be sort of uh, about comedy, but not really, sort of, uh, I mean, how many, there's probably been, I don't even know how many episodes of this show I've, uh, fucking screamed into the goddamn void, there's, um, you know, I've probably done max, over 150 for sure, uh, and thank you guys for listening to them, over 150 probably for sure, and I've probably talked about comedy twice, just because I don't really, you know what I mean, again, the only reason I did it this time is because I wanted to let people know the full story of that video, because some, some people messaged me, I'm like, oh my god, what happened, are you okay, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, Jesus Christ, I didn't fucking, you know, 
Nothing like insane happened. Nobody, no woman had a Ouija board out and was fucking, you know, trying to summon demons. And then she finally got to my great great grandfather, who was like, "I knew you'd grow up to be a hobo." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I never met you." And he's like, "Well, I used to till the land. I used to milk cows, and look at you up here talking about Drake. Tuh, tuh, a curse on your family." I'm like, "You're my family." That's not, you know, none of that happened, for God's sake. Um, no, this uh, this is sort of about comedy, but not really. Uh, so, this episode I had to tape, uh, I had to record earlier. So, if anything happens between now and Thursday, and you don't hear me talk about it, you know, it's because it was already recorded, okay? I fly to San Antonio tomorrow, and uh, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm going to be in San Antonio. So, this whole week, March 8th to the 12th, I'll be performing in San Antonio, okay? Which leads me to this. The other day... Uh, so I booked my flight to San Antonio, and I got an email that was like, hey, your flight's coming up. Uh, do you want to, you know, add a car rental or, or a hotel or any of that kind of shit? And uh, I was like, no, but then I noticed the date on my return, and I was like, well, that's funny. I believe I booked it to return on March 13th because that is when I'd be done the shows and be going home. I had booked it, though, for March 16th, the Thursday, so I had to call and be like, what the hell, how did this even happen? When I went to book the flight, I put in uh, takeoff date and return date, the day that I want to fly and the day that I want to come back. How could a, how could a phantom date just jump in there? If you don't put the 16th, why is the 16th kicking around? Why is the 16th hanging out and being like, well, you said 13th, but do you just want to live in San Antonio for an extra couple days? Do you want to see the Alamo 40 more times? Do you, do you, do you want to sit here and get some of the best tacos in Texas? Well, I'll just be here. Maybe you'll click on me by accident. Whoops! You clicked on me by accident. Of course, you're not going to look at the end because you put in the 13th. Why would the 16th come up? And why would I pick it if I had noticed? I have to call these people and then go, well, what happened was that you must have had flexible dates clicked. Flexible dates being this magic thing that goes, oh, if Monday is, uh, if Tuesday is less expensive than Monday, we'll just fucking wedge that in there. And I'm like, buddy, I didn't click flexible dates because I don't have flexible dates. I'm coming back on the Monday. I don't want to know that just any, oh, Mar uh, March 13th is too expensive to fly on, but if I live in San Antonio until June 1st, I'll save 50 fucking dollars to come home i'm trying to get home on the monday i didn't click flexible dates okay and he's like well it was on and that's what happened and you didn't look at the date you just looked at the price and i go why would i look at the date when i clicked to fly march 13th why would I have to then double check the fucking date? I didn't know that you would just be throwing random fucking dates in. I thought you would give me the one date that I asked you for. But anyways, because of that, they were like, well, there's nothing we can do. Um, you booked this flight a month ago, so we cannot waive the rebooking fee. And I was like, pray tell, what is the rebooking fee? The rebooking fee 
is $200. That's what airlines charge because fuck you. You make a mistake, suck our bags. $200 to move a reservation. And that's not, that's not including paying the remainder of whatever the fare is for that day. You know what I mean? So say... Say you got a, a one-way flight somewhere for $150, okay, and you fucked up, and you're like, oh, Christ, actually, I need to fly on a different day. They're like, well, first of all, it's $200, and then uh, the new day to fly is uh, $300, so you have to pay the remainder of the 150 so you know you owe us $350, and you're like, yeah, that's fucking, so I'll plus the $150, like, well, this, is, this is just nuts, so I go, buddy, I go, uh, that doesn't make any, like, I don't know, like, that doesn't, uh, you, you're, not tell, you're telling me the, the the flight the whole the flight in general was three hundred and forty dollars. Now you're telling me because he was like it's two hundred bucks plus three hundred and fifty dollars. I know you're telling me you're telling me it's five hundred and fifty dollars for one of these flights when the whole thing both of them were three hundred and forty dollars. What the fuck are we doing? And he literally said to me, "You know what? There's no logical answer for this." Wow, wow. I was like. That's, I mean, first of all, I go, I appreciate you. You know, I appreciate you for at least telling me not going back into the handbook, not fucking siphoning through things to say to angry customers like, well, you know, that's just our policy. Nobody gives a fuck about anybody's fucking policy. Nobody gives a shit about the fucking policy on anything. Oh, well, uh, you know, if you want to return this shirt after 14 days, our policy is we kick you in the fucking dick. Well, shit, I didn't read the policy, but I do support it because I love the word policy. So here's my balls. Give me the biggest fucking hoof you got. Just thank you. I love policy. Nobody gives a fuck. People go, I don't care about your cocksucker bullshit policy. Just This is ridiculous. But the fact that this person pulled away from that, didn't say this is our policy, said there's no logical answer. I went, I'm stunned. I'm like, wow. But okay, well, I go, fuck. Th you know, thanks. But I go, so you tell me I got to pay $550? And this guy goes, you know what? He goes, your best option is just to book another one-way ticket. Just one-way ticket out of San Antonio. One-way ticket out of San Antonio. That was what he sang. He was like, I'm, I'm trying to be a country music uh, superstar myself. And I was like, well, there's a woman at my show the other night in Levity Live that would love to uh, you know, uh, saddle up and ride you, buddy. And he was like, well, thank you. But first of all, what you're going to want to do is just book a one-way flight. And I go, okay, well, what about the, fl the, the flight I have booked Thursday? I go, I need to change that. I, could, I just don't go. I just don't do it. And he's like, no, just don't do it. So now, you ever been in an airport and you hear something like, uh, uh, hey, uh, Stephanie fucking Cochran, uh, the flight's boarding, last call for boarding, and then a minute later they're like, hey, I mean, seriously, Steph, hey, Steph, we're going to close these fucking doors. You're not going to make it to Florida. Steph, and then they're like, I mean, Steph, we're, we're not fucking joking around here. We're going to close the doors and leave your seat. That could be somebody who fucked up and it, it cost them less to change a flight than it did to book a brand new fucking flight. They are already gone. They're not even in that city anymore, let alone that airport. So somebody's like, hey, board the plane. And I'm sure they'd like to text and be like, I'm already home. I'm wearing a Snuggie. I'm watching fucking Black Mirror. What do you mean to get on the flight? Shut the doors. 
Anytime I've been on a flight and the seat beside me is open. So here's the thing I'd like to do. It cost me, so I hadn't do, so I didn't even cancel the flight because you really can't. I'm just not going to be, if you're in the San Antonio airport on Thursday and you hear Nathan McIntosh come to the gate, just chuckle to yourself knowing that I'm already back in New York and have been there for three days. I booked another flight out, just a one-way flight. That flight, 200, it was like 290 bucks. So a, a, a return flight from New York to San Antonio, return, 340, $350. One way out of San Antonio, just one, one, you know, one, one time, one going, we're moving, we're shaking. And I also had to get a connecting flight which I hate to do. I almost at every point in time. I almost want to say, like, I hate connecting flights so much. We're already up in the air. I almost want to just knock on the cockpit door and be like, look, buddy, don't fucking land in Charlotte just to get me on another plane to New York. I'll I'll blow you, okay? I'll literally suck your bag. The rest. Just go to New York. Don't fucking land and do this. Anyways, um, connecting flight because it was the cheapest one. Because a one-way, a one-way ticket, uh, straight, no connecting flight out of San Antonio it was going to be like $450. And you're like, so a return, a return flight that was both, uh, no, no stops. We're both, both direct flights it was 340, but a one way, one way out of San Antonio is $450. All right. All right. Whatever. So I booked the one way, uh, 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 back. It's like 290 bucks. So I'm just, I just, that day took a full tilt loss of $300 before fucking noon. And I'm just like, God damn it. And now somebody on the flight back, that's a direct flight cruising from San Antonio back to New York is going to have a full empty seat between them. And they're just going to be sitting there laughing and chuckling to each other while they got their fucking coats there. If that is you, Think of me and cost me an extra $300 not to be in that fucking seat. I almost think you fucking criminals owe me that money. Damn it. Cost me $300. And look, and look, when this whole thing is said and done, when I look back on it, I know that I fucked up. I know that I should have double fucking checked. But again, can I ask you, world, people that put in, if you put in a date, do you not think that date is going to be represented? Do you not think they're not? I, I didn't expect them to show fucking random dates in the goddamn air. Hey, you said you want to come back on Monday. What about fucking uh, Wednesday? You know, I would if I would have said fucking Wednesday, I would have put in Wednesday. Who also can fly with flexible dates? What kind of? I got a two week vacation. Ah, uh, but it's cheaper if I come back in four weeks. Fuck you, job. I'm never coming back. Like I mean, this is just. It's just uh, can we just get rid of the? And again, look, I know that this is my fault. Okay, I know. Once I bunked it, and I was like, fuck, man, all this $300 is ridiculous to go to fucking San Antonio. I understand, okay? I get it. It is it is my fault at the end of the day. I should have double, triple fucking quad checked. I should have quad checked. I should have ATV quad checked it. You know what I mean? Quad checked it. I should have got on a quad, quad checked it, but I did not, and in that... It cost me $300. So this is just a, this is just a, now at the end of the day, I'm not mad about it anymore because whatever, things happen, money comes and goes, you get, you be, you know what I mean? It's, it sucks. Oh, daddy, it sucks. I could use that $300 for something else, obviously. But this is just at the end of the day to, if you are booking a flight somewhere, this is just now a personal, a, 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 serve, a public service announcement anyway. If you're booking a flight somewhere, check to see that that cocksucker tab, that little bullshit check mark that says flexible dates 
is fucking off before you put in a date and fly back to a city to your home on a different fucking day than you wanted to. Truth be told, I'm lucky that I saw it when I saw it, because I could have just been in San Antonio being like, da da da, I'm at the Alamo again. Tell me the story. 300 people or whatever versus Mexico. I don't know the story yet, because I haven't gone, but I'm going to go this week and get in a cowboy hat. Huh, huh, I have sex with my truck. This is my country song for trucks. For trucks, turn me on. Guns, guns, God, guns, my wife, guns. Guns, guns, God, and guns, my wife. I never cheat on my wife, because my wife's a little filly who makes apple pie and puts it on the windowsill to chill it. And who chills it? It's Jesus. Jesus chills it with his cold breath. Guns, God, and guns, guns, guns. I could have just been in San Antonio doing all that, right? And then uh, go to the airport on Monday, and they're like, hey, buddy, your flight, you are literally four days early, bruh. Why don't you just pull up a bench and sleep in the era parate? Um, but I, I'm, so, uh, you, think, you know, at the end of the day, I'm trying to look at everything in, 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 the, in the best possible terms. It, I'm lucky that I even saw it. I'm happy uh, that I did catch it. $290 sucks. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to San Antonio to do shows at, uh, at a, at a place. I've never been to San Antonio. never been to Texas. never been to this club. It's all good stuff. I'll be able to talk to another 17 people and, you know, convert fucking five of them. It's all good, good um, stuff. None of it's bad. You know what I mean? Um, so that's my screaming about that. Can I get to one last thing? This is all kind of comedy related. Um, if anybody listened to Invasion of Privacy with myself on it, myself, Kate, and uh, Alex Pavone, also got a lot of messages about this. People call me a fuckboy. Uh, people saying I destroyed the podcast. Whole bunch of shit. Um, uh, baby. just to say, I'm sure there's, there's many people that listen to this podcast that have listened to me on that one. Um, you know, there's times uh, where I go on there and me and Kate argue and there's times where I go on there and we don't, uh, this time I got to say, and I won't get into it too, too much, but, uh, I get, yeah, I got messages from this and people were like, either you, you know, you were a fucking nightmare and I liked it or, uh, I don't know what the fuck this was, but I really liked it, and other people literally like, uh, I hate this guy, you fucking ruined it, I can't, disgusting, this man is being disgusting, um, because there's some, like, real people who are, like, if you, if you, like, kind of talk over a woman at all, ever, in life, ever, you're, uh, one of the worst pieces of garbage, uh, ever, and that's, uh, toxic masculinity, that's just not just, maybe you just being a weak person, um, and this doesn't uh, refer to uh, to that podcast or or any of that anymore. This is just in general. When I see somebody post, uh, like the word disg- was I disgusting on the podcast? For God's sake, did I fucking piss on the microphone? No, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyways, to anybody who listened to the podcast and wondered a little bit what was up, I won't get into it too too much. But uh, I was angry with uh, Lady Kate about something that had happened previously like, on the way to this thing that I was going to do, because before then I was completely fine, 
And uh, when I got there, we didn't have time to we did, just didn't have time to talk before we did this podcast. So then that's what ended up happening. We talked after it, and uh, I believe we're cool. You know, me and her sort of uh, sometimes we're cool, sometimes we're not. But uh, we talked about it anyways after, and I believe we're cool. But that's kind of what it was. I didn't go in there to be like, "Yo, fuck this." I was uh, legitimately angry about something else. Uh, between me and her that happened before I got there, and we didn't have time to talk about it before. And as uh, many people know, I'm real bad at faking whatever, wherever I am right now. Like, if I don't, if I'm mad right now, I'm mad. That's it. I cannot pretend not to be. If I'm fucking sad, I'm that. I cannot not show you exactly what the fuck I feel at this point in time. It's real, it's not the best, you know what I mean? It's, 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 um, sometimes I wish I could kind of control it more. (coughs) Oh, God. Sometimes I wish I could control it more because, uh, you know, heart in my sleeve kind of deal in terms of like, you see exactly how I feel all the time. Whatever the fuck it is, that that is me right away. So um, that's kind of what that was that day. I wasn't trying to fuck anybody over. Um, I was just mad about something that uh, between me and Kate again that I said we uh, we talked about. So if you listen to this that podcast and you hated it, cool. Uh, if you, you know, always hated me on it anyways, sweet. And if you liked it, because um, there was entertaining moments in it, um cool too and again at the end of this whole thing i hope you guys liked uh this podcast basically me yelling about comedy for a little bit that um uh you know won't always be i really appreciate you guys so this week again i'll be in uh, san antonio at the san antonio improv march 8th to 12th i'll be in montreal at the end of the month march 30th to april 1st at the comedy nest anybody who's in montreal uh come out and um, other Canadian stuff. I'm going to be at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival April 6th to 9th, I believe. April 6th to 9th. Doing a, doing a couple shows there. And uh, I'll let you guys know what other shows, too. And also in the New York, if anybody's around, I mean, I got you know I got shows in the city. I can post on my website. But if you're in New York, uh, hit me up, and I can let you know where they are. And uh, more often than not, I can probably just get you into the show because I'm not doing you know, a super long time in the city. It's like 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Um, uh, all right, I'm going to get out of here. But before I do that, we got to do the shout-outs for this week, everybody. Shout-outs for this week. Da-da-da-da, shout-outs. We're doing the shout-outs. Doing the shout-outs. Anybody wants a shout-out, you just message me on Twitter or Instagram at Nathan McIntosh. That's M-A-C. Okay, I apologize. I'm having I'm in a good mood. All right. Um shout outs for this week everybody. We got Emma O'Brien. Emma O'Brien, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Can I uh quickly let me try to find this real quick. Um again, first of all, Emma O'Brien, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I greatly greatly appreciate it. Uh anybody who messages and reaches out and all that kind of stuff, I really appreciate you guys. Emma said um that's what she said. Uh, I love your podcast and your sense of humor. Emma, thank you so much, because sometimes people find it disgusting. Podcast commenter destroys comedian. Emma O'Brien, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And also, Chelsea Evans, all the way out in California. Chelsea Evans, who has been listening to the podcast for over a year, 
and still likes me screaming about things. Oh, God, thank you, Chelsea. Chelsea Evans on California, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciate it, and hopefully, here's to another year, huh, Chelsea? Here's to another year of me screaming, you listening. Maybe one day you're at a show and we're screaming at each other together. It'll be a great time. Chelsea Evans, thank you for listening to the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, again, if anybody wants a shout-out, you can email me, uh, uh, Facebook at NathanMcIntoshComedy, Twitter and Instagram at NathanMcIntosh, and NathanMcIntosh.com for upcoming shows and the like. Uh, please rate and subscribe and comment on this podcast on iTunes. Uh, it's always called Positive Anger. And uh, also, thank you to the people that have donated to the podcast. I honestly, I, I don't even know what to say or do. I, I can't thank you enough. It truly means uh, a lot. Every time somebody donates, I'm like, I go, Liz, look at this. Somebody like, and I get, uh, you know, it, it really, really means a lot. Um, because, again, I know I'm not one of the comedians. And when you see my name on a billboard, you lock your kids in the car and you leave the windows up, okay? So, all of the things, everything uh, uh, truly, truly helps. So uh, if anybody would like to donate to the podcast, you can go to my website, click on the Positive Anger tag, and at the bottom of the page, there's a donate button. The secret, actually, the end, at the bottom of every single page that's on my website, there is a donate button that's the same one for the podcast. But just to make it easier, go to the Positive Anger tab, and uh, you can donate to the podcast. Um, that has been uh, this episode this week. Please let me know what you guys uh, thought about it. I love hearing uh, thoughts, feedback, uh, disagreements, and all the like. Thank you guys so much. See you next week.